Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Philippa Carisbrook. New South Wales has recorded 145 new locally acquired COVID-19 cases. 76 were infectious in the community. Premier Gladys Berejiklian says a combination of lockdowns and restrictions is needed to reduce transmission. Until the large proportion of our population is vaccinated and that's the challenge for us. Uh, as I've said previously, this week, today and the next few days, on the back of health advice, but also uh, in consultation with all of our officials, we'll be making decisions about what life looks like beyond July 31 in New South Wales. Fairfield local government area has had a reduction in new cases. However, Chief Health Officer Dr Kerry Chant says contact between households is still a problem. It is so um, important people's extended families, families and friends. But at this time when we're responding to such a crisis, it's really important that people only stay within their household unit. SBS is launching live interpreting of the daily New South Wales government COVID-19 press conference. It will provide communities with access to the latest information and critical health messages. To begin with, interpreting will be in Arabic and Vietnamese. Mandarin and Assyrian will follow next. The service will be streamed live on Facebook and the SBS radio page. Queensland has recorded one new COVID-19 case, a man who flew to Australia from China and completed hotel quarantine. The state's chief health officer, Dr Jeanette Young, says it's not clear where he got the infection. But the case is considered low risk. He and his family became unwell on the 13th of July, so they went and saw their GP and got tested, and we got that first test result back yesterday, but it was a very, very high CT value, so not a lot of virus. Victoria has recorded 11 new locally acquired cases of COVID-19. All were in quarantine while infectious. Premier Daniel Andrews said yesterday the state was well-placed to end its lockdown on Tuesday night. South Australia's Premier says a statewide lockdown is on track to end at midnight tonight. But Stephen Marshall says not all restrictions will be lifted. From tomorrow, household gatherings will be capped at 10 venue capacity limited to one person every four square metres, with food and beverage served only to seated guests. Masks will be required in high-risk settings. Health authorities are monitoring the impact of anti-lockdown protests in Sydney and Melbourne. There's concern they could become COVID-19 super-spreading events. Thousands attended demonstrations on Saturday. Nearly 60 people have been charged in Sydney and more than 90 fines issued. New South Wales police want help identifying participants. 
they've received five and a half thousand suggestions. Witnesses to the alleged murder of an Afghan villager by Australia's most decorated soldier are due to give evidence in the federal court. Victoria Cross recipient Ben Robert Smith has denied wrongdoing. He's suing three newspapers over their reporting of the alleged murder in Afghanistan in 2012. Four Afghans are to give evidence. Ten people have been killed in a bus crash in Croatia. At least 44 others are injured. The bus was travelling from Germany to Kosovo. It crashed near the town of Slavonski Brod in the early morning. It's alleged the driver fell asleep at the wheel. In sport, swimmer Emma McKeon could become Australia's first dual gold medalist of the Tokyo Olympics. She competes in the 100-metre butterfly final today. She has already won gold in the 3x100-metre freestyle relay. Australia's Ariane Titmus will compete in the women's 400-metre freestyle final. The Australian women's hockey and water polo teams are also in action on day three. I'm Philippa Carisbrook. This is SBS News in Easy English.